Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, my God. Hold on. Um, I'm recording on new. I had to re-download all my software because uh, my computer crashed a while ago. And um, I took it into Apple, to the Apple store. And uh, it was beyond, you know, them fixing it at the Genius Bar. So I had to leave it with them and... um, Basically, my computer, I I may have talked about this, but basically my computer was restarting itself just out of the, out of the, hold on. I I have the air purifier on again. Hold on. Uh, I'm so unorganized. I am walking across the room. All right. All right. Sitting back down, putting on my headphones. Oh, this is way better. So I had to leave my computer um, because it was just literally like clockwork. Every four minutes, it would just shut off and restart. Um. And so I brought it in and they're like, well, okay, we're probably going to have to replace your logic board and some other stuff in the computer. Have you backed it up? And I was like, um, I can't back it up. I tried. If you use Apple, there's a thing called, uh, Jesus, what the hell is it called? It's called, uh, time machine. Just for backing it, backing up your uh, software and everything on your computer. So if it does crash, you can just reinstall everything the, to the way it was before your computer crashed. But hello, I think there's a, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of echo on my voice. Echo, echo, I hear it. Oh God, I'll try and fix that. Sorry. But you may just have to deal with it. Uh, Maybe not. Son of a bitch. No, I'll figure it out. Anyway, as I'm recording this right now, there is some echo on my voice. And um, after I record the podcast, I will try and de-echo it. But yeah, they're like, did you back up your computer? And I was like, I tried, but when I click on Time Machine to back it up, it says, you know, the backup will take like 20, 30 minutes. And so I would start it and then boom, computer shuts off and restarts. So it was my computer couldn't stay on long enough for me to restart the computer. So they fixed my computer. They replaced a bunch of shit and I got the computer back, but like with nothing on it. So I had to reinstall, you know, like... Lightroom and Photoshop and Final Cut, Final Draft, um, Microsoft Word. I just had to reinstall it. And some of the versions had newer versions. And Logic, which is what I use to record music and voice stuff, 
like auditions, voiceover auditions and podcasts on my own computer, Logic is a new version out or newer than what I used to record on. And so everything's a little off and I can't figure it all out. And so there's apparently a little echo in my voice. There's apparently a little echo in my... Now now I really notice it, and it's starting to drive me crazy. Hello. 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 I'm typing. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, guys. Um... How was your week? (laughs) Oh, this is driving me crazy. Although I know, I know all I have to do is go back, like click on the the file and go back through the presets and I can get it normal. Anywho, um, it is Monday, Tuesday. (laughs) It's Tuesday, June 4th. Oh my God. God, it's word. This is sick. Yeah, this is six months. The end of this month, the year will be halfway over. Oh, I'm having my molar pulled this Friday. Come hell or high water, I'm just gonna do it. Oh, they called me and they're like, We need to get your uh, pharmacy info because you're gonna have to get a an antibiotic. I'm just like, oh, fuck. And that alone made me want to call and go, hey, can we reschedule? Which I've done for forever. But I'm fairly certain this is just really, I'm certain this tooth is really screwing up a lot of my health right now. I'm sure it's got a lot to do with my sinus issues. Because that molar is right under my sinuses, and um, ugh, my eyes have been hurting, and I'm sure that's because of the sinus stuff. Actually, I, I'm a lot better than I was last week. I had had that cold, and um, it, it's just everything seems to have moved down into my chest a little. I've, I have a cough in the morning. Um. I need to start taking this allergy medicine right here. I've got a bunch of it because I've never taken it because I'm terrified because I have never heard of this shit until my doctor prescribed it. It's called, get a load of this. It sounds like a deep sea fish. Montelukast, M-O-N-T-E-L-U-K-A-S-T. It's actually called Montelukas Sod. It sounds like a Star Wars villain. I've been prescribed a Star Wars villain. Well, maybe that's the title of the show. Ugh. Montelukas Sod. What's that about? Does it does anyone out there take Montelukas Sod? I I, I want to know. I don't think I know too many people that that take this shit. 
But the doctor seemed pretty certain. He's like, oh, take it at night because it'll make you drowsy. I'm like, great. Um, but this is generic. Oh, I see. This is generic. Montelukas sod. <laughs> a uh, the the great bounty hunter Montelukas sod <laughs> is looking for Han Solo. Have you seen him? Uh, it's generic singular. S-I-N-G-U-L-A-I. I'm going to look this shit up right now. That's what this podcast is all about, right? Um, for some of Montelukas. Oh, the sod stands for sodium, I think. Oh, cool. Just what I need. Sodium. You know, in, in case I, I, you know, my vertigo, they say, might be uh, because of Meniere's disease. Meniere's syndrome, which uh, you're supposed to be on a low salt diet (laughs) if you have Meniere's. So cool. Montelukas sodium tablets. Great. That will really help my dizziness. This this already makes me not want to take this. I just haven't taken it because I'm paranoid of new medications. Montelukas belongs to a group of medications known as Leoketerin receptor antagonists. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with medicine? It's used to prevent and manage asthma symptoms. Oh, that's why it's good for my lungs. And to relieve the symptoms of seasonal allergies. Shit, I probably should be taking this. Also known as seasonal allergic rhin- rhinitis or hay fever. It works by blocking the effects of leoketerins. Leukotrians. Oh, I think it's leukotrians. <laughs> a substance produced by the body in response to certain triggers that cause narrowing and swelling of the airways in the lungs. Montelukas usually starts to work within one day. God damn it. I guess I'm going to take some tonight. When used to prevent and manage asthma, it is important to understand that Montelukas should not be used to relieve an asthma attack once it has started. People with asthma should always have their fast-acting asthma relief medication on hand, which I also have. I have an inhaler. Your doctor may have suggested this medication for conditions other than the ones listed in these drugs. Uh, Let's see. Do not give this medication to anyone else, even if they have the same symptoms as you. It can be harmful for people to take this medication if their doctor has not prescribed it. Let's see. What form does this medication come in? Each beige-colored rounded square film-coated tablet engraved with M10. Jeez, that sounds like a gun. Engraved with M10 on one side and plain on the other side. Contains 10 milligrams. Non-medicinal ingredients. Crosscarmelose sodium. God, I just don't like the word sodium in this fucking medication. Low substituted hydroxypropyl cellulose, magnesium stearate, microcellic 100. Jesus, there's just so many chemicals in this shit. 
how should I use this for seasonal allergic rhinitis? The recommended dose of Montelukas for adults uh, and adolescents 15 years and older is one tablet taken once a day in the evening for asthma. Blah, blah, blah. It can be taken with food. I don't know if you guys can hear my frickin' neighbor having a loud conversation. But I sure can. Uh, who should not take this medication? What if it just said Steve Agee? <laughs> uh, who should not take this? <laughs> uh, medical podcast hosts. Over six feet tall. Do not take this medication if you are allergic to Montelukast or any of the ingredients in this medication. Montelukast is the name of the fucking medication. Do not take this medication if you are allergic to this medication is basically what it just said. Fuck you. Oh, here's the good shit. Side effects. What side effects are possible with this medication? Um... Okay, contact your doctor if you experience these side effects and they are severe or bothersome. Of course they're going to be bothersome. What side effect is like, oh, awesome. Oh, awesome, I'm spitting my teeth out. <laughs> That's not bothersome. Your pharmacist may be able to advise you on managing side effects. Okay. <sighs> Abdominal or stomach pain? Nope, I'm out. <laughs> diarrhea uh sorry dizziness yeah see this sounds like it's gonna fuck up my oh, my vertigo fever headache scaly and itchy skin cool i'm turning into a f i'm gonna turn into a uh a, a, a fucking lizard skin rash thirst Weakness or unusual tiredness. Uh, although most of the side effects listed below don't happen very often, they could lead to serious problems if you do not check with your doctor or seek medical attention. Check with your doctor as soon as possible if any of the following side effects occur. <laughs> this is just fucking horrible. Aggressive behavior, behavior, aggressive behavior, such as temper tantrums in children. I start holding my breath and kicking my feet. Hyperactivity, pounding fast or irregular heartbeat. Persistent or worsening flu-like symptoms, rash, pins and needles, numbness of the arms or legs. Oh, I already have that. Perfect. Joint pain and severe sinusitis. This sounds like my worst fucking nightmare. Seeing things that are not there. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to take this shit. Seeing things that are not there. And in parentheses, it says visual hallucinations. I think all this means that somebody actually took this. These, these side effects mean that some people took this and this shit happened. 
And they were probably people who were like, ah, I don't get side effects. I'll take this. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, I'm seeing fucking uh, rats riding around on dragons. Great. Signs of clotting problems, i.e. unusual nosebleeds, bruising, blood in urine, coughing blood, bleeding gums, cuts that don't stop bleeding, uh, signs of depression, poor concentration, change, changes in weight, changes in sleep, decreased interest in activities, thoughts of suicide, signs of lizard, liver, lizard problems, signs of liver problems i.e. nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite, weight loss, yellowing of the skin or whites of the eyes, dark urine, pale stools, tremor. Uh, stop taking the medication and seek immediate medication me or immediate medical attention if any of the following occur. Breathing problems that continue to get worse. Seizures. Signs of a severe allergic reaction i.e. abdominal cramps, difficulty breathing, nausea and vomiting, or swelling of the face or throat. Some people may experience side effects other than those listed. Check with your doctor if you notice any symptoms that worries, that worries you while you're taking this medication. <sighs> Anytime... What other drugs could interact with this medication? Amiodarone. Don't know what that is. A prepotent. Don't know what that... Milk thistle. Primidone. Quinine. Rifabutin. Dabrafenib. Carbamazepine. Capacitabine. Bosentan. Barbiturates. <laughs> Azole antifungals. God damn, man. St. John's wort. Oh, Jesus. Sulfonomide antibiotics. Oh, man. I may wait. I may wait for this because I have to take antibiotics later this week for my tooth. Ugh. If you're taking any of these medications, speak with your doctor or pharmacist. Depending on your specific circumstances, your doctor may want you to stop taking one of the medications, change one of the medications to another, change how you are taking one or both of the medications, or leave everything as is. Ugh. Ugh. Just don't ever... Don't ever Google anything to do with any kind of medi medication that you're taking. Um, oh, shit. I'm trying to figure out. There we go. So that's what I'm dealing with. I would like to know, leave in the comment section when I post about this uh, episode dropping, if any of you have taken Montelukist, Sode, or, uh, or the actual Singulaire, let me know your experience. 
Because this sounds like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Oh, God, I don't want to take more medications. I was talking to a friend uh, two days ago who turns out also has vertigo. And he went to a doctor. By the way, he went to Dr. Sugarman. For those of you who have been listening since the beginning, know that Dr. Sugarman is Busy's uh, uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor. And he went to Dr. Sugarman. Dr. Sugarman uh, sent him to a guy who specializes in Meniere's disease. And he says it's been a huge game changer. He went in and he's, he's uh, you know, doing shit for his Meniere's. I think a lot of it's diet related. I think it is low sodium stuff. So, uh, but he says it's, it's really been great. So I think I might go see, um, Dr. Sugarman and then, uh, try this other specialist out. It's very exciting guys. Um, I, I, I need this sinus shit to end though. It's just been ongoing. So I'm pretty sure. I also need to see an allergist. How many times have I said that in an episode? I should see an allergist. Uh, it's because I, uh, I should have been getting all this taken care of over the past few months, but I've you know been out at my mom's, who's getting a lot better. Um, next Monday, I'm taking her to... Um, to see her orthopedist for uh, an updated visit. So, oh yeah, my mom's birthday was uh, this past Friday, um, the 31st, and um, we ventured out of the house, me and my sister and my cousin Victoria, who you know from this podcast. We went to a Japanese restaurant that my mom really liked, and she's like, you know what I want to do for my birthday? She's like, I want to go out to eat. I was like, all right, I'll make that happen. And so uh, this was a huge step. You know, my mom hasn't been out of the house very often since she hurt herself two and a half months ago. Um, And she's always had to use the wheelchair. We keep a wheelchair in the trunk of her car. And you we've used the um the walker to get her out of the house and to the and to the car and then once we get her to wherever she's going like to the doctor or whatever we just get her out and into the wheelchair it's just easier and quicker to get her around but um this time she did everything with a walker and she's moving around great with it um she's still loving that walk-in bathtub for all those of you who have elderly you know parents I mean naturally everyone's parents are going to be more elderly than them but I mean parents who are now at that age where they're having mobility issues and stuff I can't recommend this enough it's crazy my mom is insane for this bathtub she's going insane she loves it so much and for her birthday, I got her, you know, we got her a bunch of, you know, like bath oils and stuff like that for the bathtub. And I bought her a towel warmer. 
I didn't even know that was a thing really, but it's, it's, I found it and I was like, oh man, I think she'll like this because the house gets kind of cold. And so, um, it's just this little, looks, it looks like a crock pot. (laughs) It just looks like this gigantic crock pot and you can put like two full size, like big puffy towel, bath towels in there. And, um, we just plugged it in and put it right next to that bathtub. And so when you get into the bathtub, just before you get into the bath, you put your towels in there, push the button. It turns on the towel warmer. It's like a ceramic pot, basically. And they sit in there. And then after like 15 minutes, it kind of shuts itself off, but it stays warm. Um, and then you get out of the bath, take out your uh, towel and boom. Boom. You've got a, you've got a warm towel. And my mom loved it. She's like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in a spa. <laughs> the crazy thing is, I'll post a photo. Crazy thing is the bathroom isn't finished. It's literally just, they've gotten all the drywall put in. The walls are now fixed. All the fixtures are in, but, uh, and the tile is now down on the floor, but like, the sinks are not in, the toilet's not in, the shower's not in. It's just this tiled big room uh, with a tile floor and uh, a, a big-ass bathtub in the corner. And that's all there is. I'll, I'll post a photo. It's a pretty cool tub. And she's stoked. It fills really fast and it drains really fast. So you're not just sitting there freezing. Plus, there's heat lamps in the bathroom. So, um, I mean, my biggest fear is my mom getting uh, pneumonia. That's why I didn't go home last week uh, while I had this cold thing or whatever I was fighting. I was just like, my mom's dealing with enough shit already. I don't want to come home and be making her food and stuff and just somehow randomly get her sick. You know, she's still laying around a lot in bed and I, I just so I wouldn't be surprised if her immune system's a little bit lower. Iced coffee. I love it. So I was just like, I cannot afford to get my mom sick. Um, that's my, for some reason, that's my, a huge fear now. After, after one of your parents dies, you really get really protective of the other one. Like, I'm constantly like, do I, do I feel sick? I, I don't want to get my mom sick. Uh, is it warm enough upstairs? I don't, I don't want her to f- get cold in the night. Make sure all the windows are closed before she goes to bed. I, I can't let her get sick. Because once you get sick, like if you get pneumonia at her age, it's fucked. I, apparently someone was telling me Whoopi Goldberg almost died. Let me look that shit up. Like last week. I'm going to look that up. Whoopi Goldberg illness. Whoops, I misspelled her name. I, I spelled it Whoopi. <laughs> uh, okay. This is Whoopi Goldberg returns to the view after pneumonia. Oh, it was pneumonia. Okay, great. Okay, let's see how old this woman is. 
So she's on The View. She has a quote. It says, I'm not there yet, but the only way it's going to get better is if I begin. So this is my beginning, the co-host said, as she appeared in the studio after more than a month away. A month. Um, Goldberg surprised co-host Joy Bear, Abby Huntsman, Megan McCain, Sonny Hostin, and Anna Navarro, while Bear told the audience that she hoped Goldberg would return to the show. The host left the table and embraced Goldberg in a group hug after she appeared from backstage. All right, that's all great. I want to get to the actual illness. <clears throat> uh, she added she wanted her first public appearance to be on the show because she missed her co-host. That's great. Goldberg said that her double pneumonia and sepsis, oh, uh, double pneumonia and sepsis diagnosis should act as a cautionary tale for everyone. You must really take care of yourself because there is little tiny stuff out there that will kill you that you never think of. Later, Goldberg said that she didn't realize the severity of her illness until she saw the x-ray of her lungs, which her doctor said he had never seen anything like it before. One thing you never in your whole entire life want to hear is a doctor, a professional, a medical professional say the shit. Huh? I've never seen the, anything like this before or, Oh wow. This is the worst case I've ever seen. I never want to be that person. I don't want to be on the receiving end of that conversation. When you look at an x-ray, you see your lungs and on the one he looked at, there was a really good looking lung and really clear. Like I'm like, I'm a lung. <laughs> I'm reading a quote from Whoopi. And then there was this other thing where you should be able to see the diaphragm. It was nothing but white, which meant there was stuff in there. Goldberg explained. So this was like really bad. The scariest moment was hearing my doctor say to me, you do realize how close, close to death you were. She continued. That was like, uh, actually, no, I hadn't thought of it. He said, well, you need to think of it. You need to be really clear about what this is. She added that her prognosis was that she's not supposed to be here, but I got permission. Like if you're, you have double pneumonia and your doctor's like, don't go out, don't go to the television studio, which by the way, most talk show studios are freezing. I've, I've done stuff at Conan a lot and it is a freezing cold icebox. The studios Letterman's was uh I've never been to the Letterman show, but I have people friends who've performed and been guests and they said it's literally like they keep it in the forties. Like it's super cold. And he liked to have it that way so that people wouldn't like tune out or start to fall asleep. Because if you're in a warm room you'll fall asleep. This is crazy. She had double pneumonia. Um, read more. Whoopi reveals she almost died during battle with pneumonia. I'm up and moving around, not as fast as I'd like to be, but I am okay. I'm up moving around, not as fast as I like, but I'm okay. I'm not dead. So here's what happened. I had pneumonia and I was septic. Pneumonia in both lungs, which means there was fluid. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, 
And yes, I came very close to leaving this earth. Good news, I didn't. Thank you for your good wishes and all the wonderful... I want to know how it turns into sepsis. I got to talk to... I'm going to have Victoria back, my cousin Victoria. Send in... Email me... I want to start doing shit where I ask my cousin stuff like, like stuff that you guys, uh, mail in like email topics. Like I want you to talk about lupus. I want you to talk about Lyme disease. Like if you have topics you want her to talk about, granted, she's still got another year of med school left, but it's the year where you're out and actually practicing in a hospital and, you know. She's pretty smart. <laughs> she clearly knows more about this shit than I do. So if you have questions, uh, email me at nodocspodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-D-O-C-S podcast at gmail.com with uh, questions and stuff that I can ask my cousin Victoria. I just want to know, I got to type in, why is pneumonia... Uh, so deadly. Oh, there it is for the elderly. (laughs) I don't want to just keep talking about my shit. I want to actually start looking shit up and discussing like real shit on this podcast. What makes pneumonia so dangerous for old people? It makes them more vulnerable to other problems. James Brown's cause of death was officially listed as congestive heart failure. But his pneumonia had likely weakened his immune system and either aggravated an underlying condition that uh, caused his heart to fail. That's actually what my father's official cause of death was, too, congestive heart failure. But uh, as we all know, he went in and, you know, it all started with his knee, but he was in, in and out of the hospital so much. And he got pneumonia. He His lungs had fluid. He eventually got... Uh, Oh, it's the staph infection. He got MRSA in his foot. Like he had all sorts of shit going on, but a lot of times what eventually kills you is this stuff all just like weakens your heart. So yeah, my dad died of uh, congestive heart failure, but I'm sure the pneumonia, the pneumonia didn't help. Sorry. This coffee's really giving me indigestion. Um, What causes pneumonia in the elderly? It's all I think of it. Now that I'm 50 and I get a cold, I'm like, uh, is this going to turn into... I keep wanting to say pneumonia. I'm looking at it. Also, why do you spell it this way? P-N-E-U. Pneumonia. I got a really bad case of pneumonia. By the way, our good friend Dave Dasmalchin, who's been on this podcast multiple times with his multiple problems and drama, <laughs> everything from <laughs> getting taking too much uh, emodium and stopping up stopping up his bowels while he was in Italy. Uh, Dave came back from Budapest. <laughs> Last week, he flew in. He first of all, he went for a week to Budapest. He had to do some preparation for a movie that he's working on. 
I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it, but he had to fly, fly there to do some camera tests and stuff like that. And he had a cold before he went. He's like, Ugh, I got to get on this plane and I feel sick. He's like, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, you'll get there. It's not going to be a lot of busy stuff. You know, just uh, rest every time you get a chance, you know, take something and sleep the whole way on the plane. You'll probably be a lot better by the time you come back. So I texted him a couple of times while he was in Budapest and he's like, yeah, I'm just really stoked to be here and I'm preoccupied with everything. So I'm not really feeling everything as much. Everything seems to be okay. I'm still, I still feel a little sick though. And then he texted me while he was just before he was boarding the plane. And he's like a photo where he's got that fucking ox, that mask on, you know, the, you know, the painter's mask. So you don't get other people sick. And uh, he's like, I'm, I'm getting on the plane and I'm so sick. I'm incredibly sick. I feel like I'm dying. It's like, Jesus, dude, he's been sick so much this year. And so, uh, he texts me when he, and yeah, he, we text each other a lot. It's he's like, <laughs> Dave is like my girlfriend and he gets back to LA this, I think Thursday. He's like, uh, straight from the airport, right to the hospital. So we're texting back and forth and he's like, uh, I have pneumonia. I have a lung infection. Um, and he posted a photo of him with, uh, inhaling a nebulizer and, uh, he got some antibiotics and he's just been laying low. He flies a lot though. I mean, he's only been back for a week and he's already flying to somewhere somewhere else later it's flying too much man that, that's not gonna help anything jesus oh my god it's my cousin victoria just texted me oh it's a video i don't know if you guys can hear it so i'll just wait um so yeah dave had fucking pneumonia like, dude, you got to lay low, man. That's like nothing to screw around with. In fact, Dave's the one who told me about Whoopi Goldberg. That's why we just looked that up, folks. Um, ugh, pneumonia. I had pneumonia when I was like 17. I was in the military school. And this was 33 years ago. Um it's amazing how far medicine has come, medical technology has come just in 30 years. Um, when I had pneumonia, luckily I was young, I was strong. Um, I had it really bad though. Um, I was in military school, which was a boarding school. I was the other side of the country from my parents and family. And so they sent me to the hospital. I had to get chest x-rays and everything. And they're like, yeah, you have uh, pneumonia. And so I had to spend like a week, like a whole week. Not it, it wasn't like, yeah, just don't play football or anything this this week and rest. It was like, no, you're staying in the infirmary. You're staying in the infirmary at school where we can keep an eye on you. So I was literally just in a bed for a week in the infirmary. As far as I was, remember, I was taking just some general antibiotic and then like two or three times a day, they would make me go into the bathroom, close the doors and window and um, 
turn on the shower as hot as it would go and just sit there, just sit in the bathroom for like half an hour inhaling steam. I would just cough up tons of junk out of my lung. But like that was that was the treatment. <laughs> you know, when I, I was sick uh, like a year and a half ago, I missed the live recording that we did in San Francisco with Janine Garofalo. Uh, so it was just busy, but I had gone into the doctor and they're like, you have like bronchitis that's so bad, you're borderline pneumonia. You're very close to having pneumonia. Another couple of days of you not coming in to see see a doctor, you probably would have had pneumonia. But it's like, and even that was just exhausting. Pneumonia, guys. Pneumonia. N- n- no, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I have arthritis. That's my, my hands are not feeling. By the way, the, the tingling in my hands, I put everything on mute. I've muted my computer, but I'm still getting alerts like when my phone Ugh, this is so annoying. I'm the old man now. I don't know how shit works. I need a youth to come in here and show me how to mute everything. And ugh. But yeah, I haven't had the tingly hands. That's been good. Um, my fingers haven't been tingly. I think I, I've figured out a way to sleep where my not, arm's not as bent as much. But like this shit in my left hand, the... the that first knuckle on my middle finger still just hurts all the time. So let's review. I need to see, uh, I got to see an allergist. I got to go into the ENT. I need to see a, um, oh boy, my brain is fried. The uh, orthopedist about my, uh, my joints here, my finger. I think that'll do it. And I just got to get this tooth out. I said it before. I, I said this, la- I think, last time, but I don't hate the dentist. I don't. I, I have a high pain threshold laying there and feeling all that shit going on. And my jaw, like the tugging and the drilling and all the, the smells of the your teeth being drilled, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. It's literally just the vertigo. It's literally the fact that I have to lay so far back in a chair, like flat to sometimes inverted, that it it sets off my vertigo. And that's what keeps me from regularly wanting to go to the dentist. I'm just like, this is going to be a fucking horrible hour or so. Although my cousin Brad was like, he's a dentist and he's like, that tooth will probably be out in like 10 minutes. It's like a, they come out, a tooth being pulled out is really fast. My big worry is also um, uh, uh, dry sockets. <laughs> it took me a while. I remember dry sockets being horrible. I, when I had my wisdom teeth out, I got a dry socket. My upper, well, maybe it was my lower. I read somewhere someone said, you don't get dry sockets in your upper teeth. That's got to be bullshit, right? It seems like 
when you're standing and stuff, you'd be more likely to have your sockets fall out, your blood clots fall out because of just gravity alone. But I just remember after I had my wisdom teeth out, it was like one or two days later, I woke up in the middle of the night in just excruciating pain. And uh, it turns out that my blood clot had fallen out. Ugh. That's gross. Just thinking of where it went. I probably swallowed it. Ugh. And then they just went in and packed it with gauze. I'm like, why don't you just uh, just go right to packing these holes with gauze when you take the teeth out, just in case? Let's just eliminate the the probability of a dry socket to begin with. I also don't know how bad it'll be just because that tooth is uh, it was a it was a root canal, so there's no root in there anymore. Well, that doesn't matter. It's not the tooth part. It's the, the nerve endings around it. Ugh. But my friend Shannon, who I think has been on this podcast, Shannon Woodward was on this podcast, and she talked about she had her wisdom teeth out last year. And I remember she kept posting stuff online, like on her Instagram stories, like, oh, I feel, she's like, man, this hurts a lot more than I thought it would. It, like it's been like almost a week and it still really hurts. And she went into her dentist and dentist was like, yeah, you have dry sockets. She's like how long has this hurt? She's like, it started really bad. Like four days ago, like you've just been walking around with an open wound in your head and exposed nerve endings. That's why it hurts. But I, I'm kind of shocked that she went that long with uh, just being able to deal with it. And I have a p- high pain threshold, so maybe I can deal with it too. I think we're almost done here. Uh, yeah, next time you guys talk to me, hopefully I don't have this goddamn molar in, and hopefully I, uh, I'm on my road to recovering from all this sinus issues. I do like to think that the sinus shit is a result of the tooth, and that once that's out and I do the antibiotics, everything's going to be fine. But I, I also have been having like sinus issues on the other sinus on the other side that's not touching it. So who knows? I'm sweating. I can hear my neighbor again. What is she doing? I hate having, I hate having neighbors. It's the worst. Maybe I should just get a van and live out of a van. I follow all these people on Instagram who, uh, who like use that hashtag van life or van living. There's like a one or two people, like a couple or just one person that's like, like an adventurer. A lot of these I started following because they're also like travel photographers. And so uh, just look up the hashtag. I think it's called van life or van living. It's really amazing. Like these people get these VW vans or, you know, these other types of vans and they kind of transform them into just things that you can just live out of with beds in the back and all this storage and stoves. And it looks pretty cool. And they just travel around really their only um, 
expenses are like gas and car insurance. Uh, why do I keep getting notifications? Um, and so that's, uh, that's kind of cool. Um, and f- cell phone and, but they don't have cable. They don't have rent. They don't have water and power, gas, uh, like natural gas, uh, gas company bills. Oh, that's just a dream not to have all that's so much money. Maybe I should uh, get a van. <laughs> There's a guy who lives in a van. I live in Los Angeles. I live in the hills, the Hollywood Hills. And right down at the bottom of the hills, hill from me, there's a, there's a grocery store. I've lived up here for about 10 years now. And no joke, the whole time I've lived up here, there's a guy who he has his van parked on the street next to the grocery store. Doesn't park it in the parking lot. But on the side street, right next to the parking lot, his van is just always there. And on street cleaning days, it's usually on the other side of the street. But it's just—it's a big van, and it's got one of those, not domes, but one of those raised roofs that I, I think has a bed in it or whatever. And it's a piece of junk, like the paint's all faded off it. But I've been here 10 years, and he has been living in that van the entire time. And he hangs out. He hangs out around the store. I just always see him sitting in the chairs, like on the patio where people eat, where they have, he's just sitting there and I don't know where he bathes or stuff, but I'm sure he uses the, oh God, stop, stop sending me notifications. Um, I'm, sh- I don't know where he showers, but I, I'm fairly certain he just uses the bathroom in the grocery store. I'm always curious to know these people's story, but in case it's tragic, I'm always afraid to ask them like, Hey, what's your deal? (laughs) I'm always afraid to just be like, Hey, uh, why do you live in a van? Cause I'm afraid the answer is going to be just a real bummer. And I don't want to embarrass someone in case it is a tragic story. There's a comedian I knew who lived in his van for like a couple years in LA. He had everything. He had like a little microwave, a hot plate, and a bed, and would just use public bathrooms and stuff. My my whole thing though is like, where do you shower? You can't just always rely on your friends because sure, once in a while you can come shower at my place, but it's like. Hey man, I'm paying rent here. I pay rent so I can use this shower. I don't want freeloaders. And it was all by choice. It wasn't like he had had hard times, I think. I think it was just like, hey, this is the cheapest way for me to live, and it's working all right. Um, I don't think he lives in a van anymore, though. But I'm curious to know this guy's story. And I've talked about the guy. There's a Starbucks I go to uh, over near West Hollywood. In fact, I think Busy and I talked to him because Busy knows the guy's name. There's a homeless guy, quote unquote homeless guy, who sits out in front of this Starbucks like every day. And not he doesn't like stand by the wall or sit by the wall. He literally just sits cross-legged on the ground about four feet in front of the door. Like you walk out, there's no way of missing him. Like he is like posted up front and center. 
So everyone has to look at him and uh, respond to him. And he sits there and he asks everyone that comes out if they can spare some change or whatever. And um, every now and then I give him money, but I'm, I'm so confused because he has a cell phone and he doesn't hide it like, I need to look homeless so these people give me money. He's like, hey, you got any change? And then he looks down and he's texting or, you know, checking email on his phone. And I'm like, that's really weird. And then, um, and then I've also noticed he, he every now and then gets in or gets out of a Lexus. He has a Lexus. It's not a nice new Lexus. It's an old one. But, and there's like a bunch of like trash and stuff in it. So he definitely has a car too that he drives. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm so curious about these people. Why do I keep getting alerts? I keep turning off messaging. I hope you guys don't hear that, but I'm hearing it and it's making me insane. Um, messages, preference, play sound effects off. There we go. What are you doing next door? Jesus, her TV is so loud. The shitty thing is with the walls in this place, it's they're so thin that I'm not talking loud. I'm talking normal. I'm sure she can hear every word I'm saying. This place sucks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end it. I'm going to call it. I'll probably do another 15 minutes, though, for uh, Stitcher Premium. I'm making a, I'm making a, uh, I'm going to a wedding in two weeks. I got to go on a boat at some point. So I'm like, I'm looking into uh, seasickness stuff. Maybe I'll talk about that for the last 15 minutes. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening this week. Hit me up with questions for my cousins, any medical-related stuff. Um, if you know about this this medication, Montelukas Sod, the Star Wars villain that I'm supposed to take nightly, let me know if any of you have taken it, and if so, uh, if you've had any side effects or, or great success with it. It's generic for singular, so if you take singular as well. Uh, let me know. I'm very curious. Uh, all right. So thank you for listening and I'm going to move on to Stitcher premium, but I really, uh, hope you guys have a great week. Have a great weekend. If you saw the flu map, the CDC flu map, you know, things are starting to look really great out there. I'm very, very stoked to be traveling around in a time where the flu is diminishing quickly. Um, all right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Star Avenue, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.